Delicious gamers are back at it with the blue eyes, white Nikes. Let's go. <laughs> you say white Knights or white Nikes? White Nikes. Nah, man, it's black Air Force One energy all over here. <laughs> High tops, too. We back with it. We back with it. <laughs> Got a tier list today. Yeah, man. But, disclaimer, there are some specific rules in place, right? Because as we all know, if you don't define it, there's a lot of consoles. I'm pretty sure you can play the original Doom from DOSBox on a toaster. Uh, so, you know, we kind of have to restrict it. And the only real rule that we both agreed upon that made sense is one or both of us must have played the console, right? And by extension, the games, which makes sense. So we're not going to have some of my favorite things in the world, like the Nintendo Virtual Boy, that happiest seizure of my life. Or, uh, you know, some of the weirder, more obscure things. Like, obviously, Atari is the real pioneer and trailblazer, but I've never touched a fucking Atari. Yeah, well, Roger that. hasn't either. So, yeah, you know, nope. we'd, it's not really fair to consider it. Um, so we'll get to the whole list of the contenders and then how everything breaks down. But first, just wanted to cover that. And for your own benefit, the scoring and judging criteria, not necessarily weighted, but just to give you an idea of what things are being taken into careful consideration, since we know everyone's hanging on the edge of their seats for our opinions on different video game consoles. The exclusives, or the games available on the console in general, doesn't have to be exclusive to that console, but it matters what games you can play with the console. The controllers, the performance of the console, this can be touching on graphical things, but, you know, there's also the context of the time period it came out in. So you have to be fair in those aspects. But some consoles and games are notoriously bad for stuttering and frame rate drops and things like that. And that deserves to be drawn attention to or have attention drawn to it. Problems with the console... Like, just to throw it out there, the Xbox 360, for a long time, pretty susceptible to the red ring of death, right? That's a, that's a serious problem if you're a consumer. And at the same time, you know, you can run over a Nintendo 64 cartridge and do virtually no damage <laughs> whatsoever. But if you look at a PS2 game the wrong way, you'll never get past the loading screen again, right? So those things kind of matter when we compare them all against each other. The... The online platform is super relevant, at least for more modern titles. Spoiler alert, Xbox Live was a paid service, while PlayStation Network was a free service for a long like time. We got some PS3 for the win, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, 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 fighting for like 7th place out of 10, for sure. <laughs> uh, innovation, definitely worth mentioning, super important. The console that comes to mind most of all would be the Wii, probably. So, you know, while they may not have the, all the best games, and the best game they did have came free with the console, obviously, Wii Sports. 
it's still worth mentioning that, you know, they really pushed the boundaries and opened people's eyes to other shit that also was not very fun, like the Kinect and whatever that weird PlayStation light bulb in your ass thing is that tracks your movement. <laughs> Those things were inspired in part by the Wii, and without a doubt, they've pushed the needle towards today's state of VR and tomorrow's greater future in gaming. So it's relevant. And the overall cultural significance or impact of that console or game, you know, like the PS2 is a thing that we just all know. I would say that maybe less people are familiar with the Nintendo 64, but in a lot of ways, that was like the gamers, gamers, gaming thing back in the day. Do you even you think know? kids nowadays are aware of a PS2? Do you think they've ever seen one? Uh, I, I really don't. Uh, but that's because their parents are idiots that think a tablet can their parents are raise us. a child. Yeah, do you know how many <laughs> stupid people I know my age yeah. with kids? <laughs> that, yeah. that doesn't factor in. Uh, yeah, no, true, you know? true, true. I'm just saying, you know. I, no, mobile, it seems to me that tablet and mobile gaming and whatnot is much more prevalent among the younger Generation. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, it's uh, partly because it can be, you know? How hard is it to get your something year old mom go buy an iPad and give it to their kid and have an iPad as a babysitter. It's a lot easier and cheaper than going to buy on the Xbox, you know, or something. Yeah, and you know, it's like, I don't blame them. I'm just not cut from that cloth. That's not how things were. That's not what I've gotten familiar with and what I personally find enjoyable. But the accessibility of smartphones with their overall power to compete is definitely very real. And no, we're not going to include mobile gaming in any of this because I don't respect you. I don't appreciate you. You can click off. It's a Damn it. I, damn it. I'm, I'm dividing the fan base again. Every fucking yeah, you just time. Quit, you keep pissing people off, man. <sighs> oh, man. The, the last thing I need is a group of mobile gaming Joe Rogan patriots <laughs> to come after me. Patriots. We're patriots. I mean, Joe Rogan seems like a pretty patriotic guy. I hope his fan base is patriots. Anywho, console tier list, right? Let's let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room, which is so which consoles are being included. Basically everything that's not mobile gaming or old enough to be dead already. <laughs> by that I mean if it was a person it would have died in the 80s or 90s. So, starting from top to bottom, in no particular order, we have the Nintendo DS, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, the Game Boy Advanced SP, Xbox 360, Game Boy Advanced, regular Rectangle Boy, Switch, new big Rectangle Boy, Game Boy Color, colored Rectangle Boy, uh, the what gaming you just call PC. Him? I mean, he's a colored rectangle boy. What do you want me to do? He's purple. We're gonna get look you're at. Gonna get us, you're gonna get us canceled, man. It's just eyes and teeth. He's purple. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Just call him purple, not the colored boy. He. It is though. Game Boy colored, colored right. boy. No big in, deal. In our man. defense, it's a reference to the title and name of the of the device. All right, all right. No canceling, please. <laughs> Send whoever you want. Just make sure you don't want them back, motherfucker. I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> Moving on beyond the PC and the Color Boy, we have the Nintendo 64, the Xbox Series X, the GameCube, 
Super Nintendo, PlayStation 3, Wii, Dreamcast, I know. The younger demographic has no idea what the hell that is. I don't it was even a know flop, what the hell that is. But we'll get into that when we get to that. The PSP, the Sega Genesis, PlayStation 1, the Game Boy White, or not colored, if you didn't know, there was an old better? Game Boy that had <laughs> the Game Boy colored, without without a doubt. Oh, I thought you okay, okay. The original Game Boy uh, did not have a backlit screen, so it came with its own little lamp so that you could see it, right, without yeah. sitting in the uh-huh. sun, and it didn't have color in the screen, it's just black, and yeah, not a great time, but you know, a true innovator handheld we'll get to that later the playstation 2 the nintendo entertainment system nes not to be confused with the super nintendo the playstation 5 the oculus quest and the quest 2 the white one which is the good one in that situation that's another conversation all right well so we're starting at the the top with the game boy advance not, oh, sorry, that's a, that's, a, that's a DS. That's a DS. <laughs> I was about to say, dude. Oh, wow. So I just wasted like two minutes of my life reading these. <laughs> yeah. They're not in the right order. <laughs> no, no, they're in the right order. They're in the right order. That's the cool, DS. Cool, cool, That's DS. All right. So DS, personally, I'm feeling a strong B. I was thinking the same thing. I'm thinking I don't B. think it's A or S. I definitely think it's good, even with that clunky shape, particularly it's because of the wireless play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun to be had there. Which is hugely big for me. And I think a reason that it's not going into an A or S tier is what did it do better than the previous generation besides the wireless play? That's it? And that's a yeah, great, I mean, it's a great the, feature. But... The 3D screen was kind of cool, but most games didn't do anything super Did the regular DS even have the 3D screen, or was it just the 3DS? Well, the 3DS technically had, like, a better screen. If I said 3D screen, what I meant to say was the touch screen, Uh, right? The touch screen was cool, and actually more so even than playing the co-op games, I remember doing, like, chat rooms and drawing rooms. Yeah, drawing dicks and sending them to your boys. Exactly. Drawing fat, juicy hogs to send to the boys on the bus ride home. IRL actual size. (laughs) Yeah, dude, 100% scale. <laughs> yeah. So B tier. I'm thinking B tier on that as well. Um, but for I, those I that really didn't know that wireless. multiplayer, absolutely prolific. We're talking about what, like 2000 and... I was in... I had that when I was in like 6th or 7th grade. I was, I was doing it in middle school. I, I, we, on the yeah. middle school bus ride, one person would have the game. It was either Mario Kart or Call of Duty. And we would all be able to play it. We all bring our DSs on the school bus and all play it together with one person had the game. So constantly wirelessly playing, playing the game with no internet with everybody when only one of you has a copy of it. So good. So awesome. And yeah, that technology was around in like, what would that be? Like 2008 or so? Yeah. yeah it would Maybe even a little bit earlier mid, than that. Mid you know? 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's that's crazy. Like, PlayStation 2s were still the most prevalent at the time, but, you know, some of that older stuff was still around for sure. Wi-Fi wasn't popular. No, no, yet. it's locally transferring full games to consoles nearby. 
No crazy. Internet. Yeah. So with that being said, definitely well deserved B tier on the Nintendo DS. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. If there was a B, like a B plus, I'd put it there. But yeah, right. So PlayStation Four. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I would say I'm between C and D. I want to hear your really, argument really, for really. one way or the other. I was thinking A to B. So, um, a mm. lot of good. Go ahead. I was just saying, you know, in my mind, it's like what separates a PS4 from a PS3 other than the minor quality of life updates and, you know, better graphics. Like, I think when they talk about next-gen consoles and having next-gen performance, I think the PS4 really stepped up performance-wise from a PS3. And I can't get into all the, that's fair. the, the metrics of it, but I do know there was a substantial performance increase from the PS3. Yeah, looking back and thinking, thinking of the PS3 games I've emulated, like God of War and stuff, it uh it definitely doesn't hold up super well PS3 graphics but PS4 graphics do. So yeah, and PS4 is... had a lot of great exclusives. God of War you're talking about. Uh I was a big fan of Little Big Planet. Um a lot of other ones Spider-Man games. Um We're talking and... PS3 right now. <clears throat> that's a PS4. PS4 is what Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It is. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's a PS4. So... I'm thinking A to A or B. I mean, I could I could definitely agree to B, but that's only because it has to rank higher than the PS4 for five. I think Excuse it ranks me? higher than an Xbox 360 or the Xbox One. Eh, and, and I'll, I'll have good, to think good, about that. We'll have to burn Xbox this One is this. next. Xbox One is next. It's next it is. It is. But we have to figure out right. where this is going. All right. We, if we put PS4 in the B slot. I'm going to argue for Xbox One to go in the C slot. And I don't really think it deserves to be in the C slot. I think it also deserves to be in the B Maybe slot. Maybe PS4 is A tier. I think so, personally. Because that is... It does have a solid lineup, you know. It, no batteries it and controllers. For it. Wireless controllers, yeah. no batteries. Which is a big thing over Xbox it has. Why and the hell is PS4 Xbox have online multiplayer before they started charging for it? No, PS4 was the first console that started making you charge or charging people for online access. So that's a ding in my book, but it's kind of the equal ding that. Would Xbox you say out of all of the PlayStation consoles, you think the PS4 is uh, the best? Yes, without a doubt. All right, I'm going PS4 A tier. Right Makes on. sense to me. All right, Xbox One, which is what me and you both probably had the most game time on console wise, I'd imagine. At least uh, I for sure. Yeah, I for sure. yeah, I may not, but it's definitely up there. I have tons of time. On I bought an sure. Xbox just to play with you because I was going to get a PS4. I had a PS4. It was my brother's, and I played it and liked it and was going to get one. And then uh, you told me you, you had an Xbox. I was like, well, I'm going to play with the boys. So I bought an Xbox to play with you. Great choice. Played a lot, had a lot of fun about, man. playing Xbox. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I really like the Xbox One, but I want to compare it to what the 360 did. I'll say, when Xbox One first came out, I really hated the UI and stuff, like the dashboard. Yeah, I was super confused. It. They, they changed did. It like a year before we left, like they drastically re- revamped the UI. Originally, it confused the fuck out of me. I still think that Xbox 360 UI is confusing to me, but I could just be a little slow. 
Eh, I mean, it's definitely different. It's dated now the way they have it, you know. But at the time, it felt intuitive. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. The Xbox One. We're talking about lots of good games, lots of heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I don't think it's that deep. I think Xbox One is A or B tier. I'm thinking it's B. Not I don't S. Think... If you, I don't even. I wouldn't even say the Xbox One is my favorite entry from the console. You I'm know. thinking B. I don't think they had a lot of really good exclusives. Specific, I mean, you had Halo, but unless you can name some others that I'm forgetting, but I don't really know them having really good exclusives that Sony didn't have. I can think of the opposite for Sony. Yeah, Halo and Gears of War and. Uh... You know, there's definitely some other stuff. I'm just having a little trouble coming up with it on the spot. But if you looked up a list, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm sure there's some bangers in there. Uh, for Didn't me, though, Forza the become an Xbox exclusive? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I know if that's your thing, then Forza is one of the best games for that. But regardless, I'm good with Xbox One and B tier. I would agree. The main thing for me is their controllers having to have batteries. So, like, when that console came out, PS3 had wireless controllers, but yet still batteries. I would say Xbox One probably has the best controller ever. I I had the Elite controller for Xbox One. I loved it. I'm sure I would like that one even more, but like their shape, the click of the buttons and everything, it's a good feeling controller, man. I would agree. I would agree. I would like their controller shape better than a Sony PlayStation. Yeah. But Game Boy SP. Game Boy Advance SP. So this is a tough one because I think very highly of this console, and if I was to go back and buy any of these old handhelds, this would be the one I bought, right? But I don't know that it did anything as interesting as the the DS. Yeah, I think it's below the DS, and I think very highly of this console. Maybe it's B, but I'm feeling more of a C. Because it, it does the color thing, it does the advanced thing, it does the... I didn't like you know, the way you hold it. All you know, of that. Your hands are so close together. It's just but I mean, look at that Game like... Boy Advance, a couple of pictures over, or the other Game Boys. That original Game Boy is like the size of a Switch on its side. Like, it's fucking I, huge. The I SP was the cool because you could fold it up and carry it, you know? It was convenient. Yeah, so what are you thinking, C or... B. Uh, well, if the DS is B, the SP is not on par with the DS, or is it? Because you have the all D- of the great games from the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy, and the Game Boy Advanced wrapped into I mean, that. Well, the DS could take both the games. It could take Advanced games and the new DS games, did it not? Yeah, it did both. So that yeah, might yeah, be yeah. worth bringing it up to an A tier. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean... If we talk, if we're talking handhelds, eh, I mean, yeah, that might make it a tier. Because you can play it was backwards be, compatible. Mm. Oh, any game yeah, you yeah, have yeah. for your SP, you could put it in your DS and play it on a better screen. You're right about that. So I'm thinking uh, DS to A, and then SP to B. Yep, I like that. I like that. Xbox 360. What we think now i will be honest i don't have a lot of experience on a 360 i had i was a sony guy for a long time so playstation guy i didn't have a lot of experience with it i've heard things the red ring of death like you mentioned earlier i've played a little bit on xbox i think their controllers are kind of bulky personally but uh let me know what you you have to say about it you played that a lot 
You know, I will say 360 is my favorite entry from the Xbox consoles. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the cutting edge of the multiplayer boom. Um, I would agree. Largely due to Halo. Like, Halo 3 I played before Modern Halo Warfare 2. huge. Yeah, like, Halo 3 was the shit. Culturally huge. Yeah, Halo was huge. Like, it had its own Mountain Dew and stuff like that, and, like, that didn't exist anywhere mm-hmm. else, you know. Um, the Red Ring of Death is a thing, for sure. They did a good job at fixing that, kind of a rough launch. Uh, I would say the controllers were good. It's a more primitive version of an Xbox One controller, you know? It feels a little different. Mm-hmm but it's very much in the same breath. Based and, on what uh, I know about Xbox 360, I'm thinking A tier. I'm thinking A tier as well, and I'll say that it's kind of a two-edged sword. A contrast between the 360 and the PS3 comes down into, you know, are you interested in hacking games, or are you interested in not playing with hackers? It's much harder to do any sort of expo- exploit, you know, in terms of like modded lobbies or invincibility and stuff like that on Xbox than it is PlayStation. Better and that has a big impact on players. You know, I knew a lot of people on PS3 that complained about cheaters. And I was like, that doesn't exist over here. You can't do that without like a custom console and a lot of work. Yeah, PS3, you just had to have like a USB stick and the right update file. That's it. Yeah, so I would right say firmware. 360 to A tier. I feel good about that. All right, advanced, Game Boy Advanced. Game I really, advanced. I really like the advanced. The advanced was the one that I went with a lot, um, just because I preferred that shape over the shape of the SP. Now, yes, you're right. The SP you can fold, and it was more portable. But that's not to say that the advanced wasn't portable. Just not as portable. But they're playing Maybe the same. There's games. a reason the Switch looks more like an advanced than an SP. Yeah, I like that. Down to. That shape, the way you're holding your hands there, and the screen being in the middle of it. Um, personally, I would honestly just put it on the same level as the SP B tier. I think they're B-tier pretty much the same, just fair. Re- reshaped same console. Yeah, and then it makes sense because logically, I think you could make a good argument for the DS being king of these handheld Nintendo consoles mm-hmm. because of its backwards compatibility and beyond features. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't gotten to the Switch, so let me not speak too drastically about the we game. St- we still have some Nintendo uh, handles For this era, up. I think that everything makes sense to put the SP and the Advanced on the same footing. Mm-hmm. With that being said, right into the Switch. I don't think there's a whole lot to be said that hasn't been said. I see this as an undoubted S tier. Yeah, I would agree with that completely. Um, the ability to be able to plug it up to your TV and turn it into a, like a family console... Uh, extremely innovative. Um, if I had I, known they did that so well and easily, like years ago, I probably would have bought one earlier. I bought my Switch like two months ago for a work we, Yeah, we both I knew did. I would we have a long did. flight. And I was like, fuck, dude, if I'm going to spend 12 hours flying, it's worth the 200 bucks or whatever to get a way to entertain myself. I've already got my money out of it. Okay. But yeah, that ability is great. The the backwards compatibility with classic games is getting better and better. And not to mention awesome. just the Nintendo library of games. Mario Kart, Mario Party. These are This is the only console I can get my wife to play. 
and she actually enjoys playing it. I'm sure she'd like yeah, to play it. Yeah, the Switch is an absolute too. banger. The controls are genius, even though I think they feel a little bit low quality. I think they could yeah, improve yeah. them. The controls are genius just in their functionality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really hits the boxes for cultural impact, you know, innovation, performance, even though I have in, I have had stuttering, specifically in Breath of the Wild, like going to Karak Forest or whatever. But regardless, S tier, no doubt. Agreed, agreed. Game, Game Boy, Boy Colored. Colored, Colored Boy. Colored Boy for me is a easy peasy C tier. Who picked the pictures for this? Uh, you. That's right. That's right. Got the purple colored boy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Canceled. You'll be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> yeah. What, so, so what tier? What tier you think? I got C for colored Game Boy. Hmm. And why so? Because logically, it's not as good as the SP or the advanced and it's better than the original Game Boy. So that's things sh- that thing's a shoe in for D tier if you ask me. Uh, yeah, I was thinking D tier for it. And I'm sure there's going to be some people out there who are actually going crazy about that, but I'm thinking D tier personally. Um what I mean, did it do better than the previous gen? Have color? Do they play the same games? Same I mean, it, you could play those games but there that's also the genesis of Pokemon is the Game Boy Color, and Pokemon is what has floated everything Nintendo has done for the past twenty five years. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like Pokemon alone and that franchise and the success of it is one hundred the the cartoons, the movies, everything spawned from that Game Boy. We're talking about the piece of technology that of like catalyze the most prolific gaming franchise and most memorable characters ever. There's nowhere on the planet you can go where people won't recognize Pikachu. That's a fact. That's true. That is true. And that's what that, you said that originated on the Game Boy Color, those games? Yes. Because the cartridges were different colors themselves. So like for the red, cultural impact blue. aspect, we're going to give it a C tier instead of a D tier. You think it's enough I cultural impact to, to make it a B tier? Uh, not that really. Enough? Not really, because those games continued to pop off on the Game Boy Advance. Like, we yep, got the yep. original trilogy on the Game Boy Color, but then we went into Crystal and Sapphire and Gem. Dude, I didn't know anyone else whatever. was aware of Pokemon Crystal. I had it, and no one of my none of my friends had it or ever heard of it. Um, no, yeah, and on color, there was gold and silver, and then I think crystal came next, and then we got into, like, ruby and sapphire, and it, it just kept going like that for a yeah, long Pokemon time. Yeah, Pokemon crystal was the game I played the most, but, all right, yeah, C tier uh, for the colored boy. Um, now, the next one, there's no debate whatsoever. Gaming uh, PC? Are you kidding gaming me? Gaming PC, S tier. S tier. There's no way around it. Yeah. This game can play almost every single other game that we're or this console can play the games of every other console we're talking about for the most part. And uh, I would say if you if you're willing to have an expensive enough PC, then you could play all of them. Yep. Right? Yep. And as far as the price point of PC, it's like, dude, it is dirt cheap and it's only getting cheaper right now. I know stuff is shorted, but if you think it's too expensive to build a PC, what you're really saying to me is I don't know enough about building PCs and where the performance is. 
based on the money I'm spending. And that's something you can overcome with free Google searches at your local McDonald's, right? <laughs> so I have no tolerance for that kind of And I think a lot concept. of console players would disagree, and I probably did disagree as well myself when I was a console player. But when I switched over to playing PC like we are now, you know, there's no going back. Once you go PC, there's no going back. So... Um, I thought it was yeah joke, i but. i agree and you know personally for the longest time i have had vitriol in my heart towards controllers mm-hmm. but i have to say i was kind of wrong about that more recently playing a lot of these old platformers again like i was going on a tear through the spyro trilogy the crash bandicoot trilogy the new crash bandicoot 100 percenting them it was much easier for me to control the characters the way I needed to with a controller. I think that's because they're designed from the ground up to use a controller, mm-hmm. and it just works really well for platformers and that kind of thing. Been playing old Assassin's Creed games and the new Star Wars, Lego Star Wars game, controller from using the controller on those, on my PC, running it on my PC, but using a controller for those games as well. I, I don't blame you, you know, I think... Any modern PC game, I'm going to probably use a keyboard and mouse, even if it's not a shooter. Um, But with certain games, particularly platforms, which don't come around very often anymore. And now that I have a Switch, if there is a platformer, I'm probably playing it on my Switch. So it's kind of a moot point. But regardless, PC, absolute S tier. You can play any game you want. It's free as far as online service goes cultural impact we can go all the way from world of warcraft to streamers and everything else you know there's no way pc is and not S-tier. you know next gen consoles ps5 xbox series x not gonna be able to compete in the slightest way i know those consoles market themselves as being able to compete with pcs it's a lie it's a marketing lie there's no way they straight can't. facts no printer on that one chief so now we're getting to some good stuff nintendo 64 now, you I actually me? don't have a lot of experience here, so you're going to have to be the, uh, the opinion <sighs> on that. I, I'm between S and A. Uh, definitely A at the low end. I don't know that it quite qualifies to be S, but when we... Well, let's, let's also take it a step back and remind ourselves of the criteria. Um, the Nintendo 64 invented 3D games, as mm-hmm. well as everything that came after that it invented in a sense platformers there were 2d side scrolling platformers don't get me wrong but when we talk about 3d platforming that's super mario 64 we talk about banjo kazooie that's that's nintendo 64 my question to you would be performance problems or there was there any issues with those cartridges or like i think you said earlier you could run them over Nah, dude those things were great you could not fuck it up it's like Everyone had their own little tribal dance for when the cartridge isn't reading, right? Some people licked it. We all remember that. (laughs) Lots of hot dust on the tongue. You blow it out. You tap on it in different places. You shake it. That's the kind of troubleshooting you would do. But unlike a scratch disc, there is a way beyond that. Like, it works when when you clean it, you know? Another question, what the hell is going on with them Batarang-looking controllers? So, those controllers are kind of dog shit, not going to lie. But to be fair, in the context of the kinds of games that people were playing, you know, nobody really knew any better. I will say that 
if we look at Nintendo, the most recent console was the Super Nintendo. Very different controller. And if we look at the other console that was around at the time, the PlayStation 1, which did come out first, only by a couple of years, uh, you know, that controller looks very different. So it's like, it's weird because on a Nintendo 64 controller, if you never used it, you look at it and think, well, where the fuck do I grab? I don't have three hands. And that's true. (laughs) Most people never grab the far left because you don't need to. And it's kind of weird because you have shoulder buttons. But again, if you're holding the middle prong, which has the analog stick and the Z trigger, which is a trigger on the back of the hand grip, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't reach the top left bumper button. So it's like, realistically, the games weren't even designed to use a lot of those buttons because you couldn't fucking reach them all at once. You know, it's like your directional buttons are far left in the middle. You have your joystick and your Z trigger, which is huge. It was usually auto locking on targeting in video games back then. So you had to use it. And then you have, you know, a B for your other shit and a start button. You know, it was like, there was like, 12 buttons on the controller or something, you could realistically use like five of them. And it was just kind of weird for that. And the analog stick is specifically designed in a way that gave everyone blisters. Like it's hard plastic instead of being round. It's like an octagon. So you hit lots of harsh corners and it digs into your hand. But that doesn't take away enough (laughs) from its tier listing. The controllers is one of our criteria. And you're saying that has some of the worst controllers out there it does but everything else outweighs it was just so so good you know and there wasn't a whole lot to go off of like i said look at their last controller you know Mm -hmm. this one had an analog stick that's the step forward you know and a z trigger which was cool well gamecube came after significantly after and i do love the gamecube controller that's one of the best controllers ever if you ask me you know, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Well, I'll go with the, I'll concede to the A tier. I don't have enough experience or uh, with that console to, to dispute it any further than just kind of looking at it from an exterior perspective. So I guess we can move on to the Xbox Classics, Series dude. X. Those games are the best games ever. The platformers, 007, GoldenEye, etc. Nintendo 64, definitely A tier. And uh, if that's bothering anybody, just know that in my heart, it's S tier. <laughs> if you think it should be below that, you can get the fuck out. Damn it, I'm dividing the viewer base. Fuck. Yeah, you like to do that, don't you? Very decisive. Xbox One Series X. Now, I know you don't have... Do you have any experience with this console at all? No, dude. As far as I'm concerned, it's uh, C or D. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, uh, it, I'm thinking C. Um, it is a repackaged Xbox One. Um maybe with minusculely increased performance. But at that point, I think you might, you're better off buying the cheaper now Xbox One X, not to be confused with the Series X we're talking about now, but the most elite version of the Xbox One you can buy that was capable of 4K gaming and had better performance. I think it's just a repackaged version of that that costs more money. The yeah, controller is yeah. almost identical. Um, I'm thinking C, just because it is slightly better than the previous console and you know it does look pretty you can play it it is overpriced though i don't think it's deserving of a d tier though it's still a good console you're gonna have a lot of fun playing on it it's got good games. i mean you are but let's 
Weird context, I know, but to be fair, unlike some of these other consoles, when that came out, and to this day, you can build a comparable PC for cheaper than what that console will do. That hasn't always been the case. PC yeah. gaming was too expensive to get into. I but, mean, if you can get graphics cards, if you can get the graphics cards right now, is the only thing holding up uh, PC building at the moment. I mean, people say that, but I don't think it's that bad anymore. Like, I see on Amazon postings with, like, prime shipping for, like, 3060s for a couple hundred bucks. And it's like, it can't be that hard to get if they're available with prime shipping for a couple yeah. hundred bucks on Amazon, you know? So we think D. I'm okay putting it in D. The menu has not even changed. It's literally the exact same menu uh, UI as the Xbox One, just about. It's, yeah. it's honestly like yeah. it's repackaged an Xbox One series, uh, Xbox One X. Yeah, I'd, I'd say D tier for the accessibility, for the strength of everything it's done to change Nothing the price point. Nothing innovative at all. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm okay with D tiering the Xbox yeah. Series X? Is that what that one is? That's anyway. Series X, yep. Moving on to the GameCube. Very near and dear S. to my heart. S. A, A, maybe S. I'm thinking S tier. I, don't I would say complaints. I would say S, because that's also backwards compatible with uh, something else. No, it's the Wii that plays GameCube games. GameCube does its own thing, but it does it so well. So many oh, great yeah. games. A lot of fond memories playing on that. Uh, four player, four controllers plugging into that bad boy. Um, we even touched on earlier the controller uh, shape and style of the controller itself. Um, yeah. yeah, they gave you four buttons all designed to be hit by your thumb like whenever you want. And it's so convenient, you know. You can reach the little directional analog stick, unlike on a Nintendo 64. You know, you have, you have your bumper buttons at... It's good, man. The, the GameCube is an absolute legend. If you ask me, that was the peak of my enjoyment in most fighting yep. games and stuff. Yep. Yep. You know, like Super Smash Brothers and stuff. Smash and Soul Calibur games. Used to play those a lot. The, the GameCube is slept on and underappreciated. It's definitely S or A, if you ask me. Great console. I'm going, I'm going with an S. I don't have any complaints with it. That. I never had. I mean, I guess you know it takes discs, right? So, it's but they're small. You can hold yeah. them in your hand easier. You don't have yeah. to put your fingers on them. You can just grab it from the top. And when I got one, or I didn't even get one, but when I went to my friend's house and play them, it was my understanding that they were extremely inexpensive. The Maybe price. I don't know. We went, we went like an hour out of the way to Fayetteville and got one from Circuit City back when that was a thing. <laughs> and uh yeah dude love the shit out of that thing oh i missed another great opportunity to talk about those donkey kong bongos hell yeah absolute s tier no question <laughs> so that brings us to the super nintendo definitely big definitely prolific lots of uh lots of the best games that are still around today came from here specifically donkey kong country that's what i was thinking i played donkey kong country on it that's the only game i'm super familiar with on that it it did a lot of other stuff the original metroid game they're still coming out with those now you know the super nintendo i feel like i don't resonate with as well as the nintendo 64 Mm -hmm. but it's definitely big right like it 
it did a lot at the time. I think it you're gonna you're gonna important. it's gonna get a lot of points for cultural impact. They have clothes stylized to look like a Nintendo Super Nintendo. Yeah, I I'm feeling a good B tier. Yeah, I would agree. Because my logic is, I can't put it on equal footing as the Nintendo 64 because I don't think mm-hmm. it was that fucking good. But it was very good, and it had lots of really talented creative developers that made really good games that hold up even today. So, PS3. I'm a little biased here. This is one of the ones I have the most uh, game time behind next to Mm -hmm. the Xbox One. I'm thinking it's a tough one. I think an A tier on the PS3. I like it better than the 360. Um, but I think it can be right on par with the 360. You're playing a lot of the same games. You're having a lot of the same. Well, you're comparing it to the 360. You should be comparing it to the PS4. The PS4. So my my thought process on why I put the PS4 in A tier is that it is a PS3 that is has better graphics and better performance. I think a PS3 is great, and I think a PS4 is slightly greater. I don't only think slightly though. I think the only thing the PS4 has going for it is performance. Over I PS3. think PS3 games kind of look like shit. If you look but, at them on I mean, 1920 by 1080 screen, which wasn't really the standard. You know? No, you're, you're, we're talking like 720p, maybe a 1080p if you had money screen, right? Yeah. So I think the same could be said for a lot of these consoles. You put, you know, a Nintendo 64 game on a 1080p screen, it's going to look like shit too. And an Xbox 360 game. GameCube games, they're going to look like shit on a... But those aren't modern consoles. The PS3, all I'm saying is, you know, the Xbox One is B-tier. For me, the PS3 would be B-tier. I think the PS4 is the perfect little niche of backwards compatibility. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, the PS4 may not be, because I know the PS3 could play PS2 and 1 games. The PS4 also had backwards compatibility... With limited games, it had uh, you had a catalog of games that were backwards compatible. I, don't know I feel like you get more mileage out of a uh, PS4. I guess that's what it comes down to for me. I still we haven't got there yet. But I still think the PS4 is better than the PS5, but we'll get there eventually. I'm going to put the PS5 in D. That's my vote for that. We, I can we, tell we you that right we, now. We, we can we, iron we, that out if you disagree. But if you ask me, we'll get there. Ex- we'll get there. New Xbox, new PlayStation. Dog shit offers in today's landscape. We'll get there. No I'm, I'm comfortable with PS3 and the B tier. Um, wireless controllers, no batteries. Uh, I think that makes it better than the Xbox 360, which we have an A tier. I think you've also got the PlayStation exclusives, which I think for a long time, I think the only reason the Xbox might be better is because Halo, the game, made the console. But Well, that was that was their period, you know? That was their era. We're talking about Halo and Call of Duty days, boom of multiplayer. Without a doubt, I think the 360 was more influential in that than the PS3. But moving forward, the PS3 over or the PS4 overtook the Xbox in many ways. And I could agree to that. Uh, I feel like PS3s were a lot more notorious for having controller problems. So for me... Um, I don't have any issues with mine, but I, I, can, I'm, I'm, I can concede to the B tier ranking. Uh, we we don't even need to talk about this. That's, S S S or A for sure. What would man? Make it starting to look like not, some Nintendo fanboys. Not I'm not even though, but Switch, they just make, GameCube, they make good stuff. And Wii. They make well, good stuff. I mean, I score innovation very highly. 
There's no and Nintendo's point good system, about that. But the Nintendo, I mean, for me, it comes down to the fact that the best game ever for like you know family systems or a family console, you know, is Wii Sports, and uh, it came with the console. I mean, everyone played the Wii again. Yeah, I can't a console that brought the family together more than it a Wii. transcends gamer logic. You know, there's a reason we know how to move our arms. Ever. We know what bowling looks like or what a golf swing looks like, at least a simplified one. Right. So people know how to play the game without needing experience. So it's definitely a big thing. And it played GameCube games. So if you like and those for you the gener- for the time period, it was a stylish and slim and cool looking console. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little the stand and everything. Yep. Lots of videos of people <laughs> fucking themselves up and breaking TVs, throwing yep, controls and stuff. Remotes. Yep, yep. Incredible. Yeah, I'm Absolute S. S tier. Yeah. Meme factory. Now, this next one I'm not familiar with at all. I didn't know it existed until we were talking about doing a tier list uh, podcast. So, so that's a D tier. D for Dreamcast. Um, <laughs> long story short, and again, I hope I don't offend the comic book guy who knows more about the subject than me uh bear with me we're spitballing over here the dreamcast was a technological advancement to a great degree it had some of the most compelling hardware i don't know the statistics but if i'm not mistaken it had a lot more ram which was really big at the time because you know there were real creative boundaries with how big your maps can be and how much can be on screen at once the complete opposite of the vapid wastelands we get nowadays with high quality graphics and open boring areas but that's another conversation the problem with the dreamcast is nobody bought it super expensive nobody made games for it because nobody owned it and because even though the developers on playstation 1 and nintendo were living in fear that they would get squashed by this thing or that they should make their game for this instead because they have more space to do what they want to do creatively it ended up being a complete and total failure. Uh, I know of people who know of the Dreamcast. I don't know of anyone who's like, you know what really got a tough shake, man? The Dreamcast. <laughs> that was a good one. That was underrated. Did you ever play Was one? it? Yeah, I definitely did. Tell me um, what's going on with that controller. What's up with that little screen on it? What's go- it, it looks It's a girthy boy. Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, so for me, the Dreamcast, I want to say it, it's those real early gaming memories, right? Where it's like, I didn't even really know what was going on. I just vaguely remember it. I want to say there was like a Jurassic Park game on the Dreamcast, or maybe it was Toe Jam and Earl. I think that was actually a Genesis game, so definitely not Toe Jam and Earl. But uh, yeah, I can't honestly explain the controller. Uh, most I've played the Dreamcast very young very ignorant to what was happening. And I've taken an interest into, you know, classic or retro consoles and how the market kind of developed regardless. So that's Mm -hmm. why I have as much information about it. But uh, I don't have a lot of memories with the Dreamcast. I just know that we had one and I know that I played some games on it and I vaguely remember a couple of those games, you know. But it's a flop. You can't name a great Dreamcast game. Go ahead, do it. I couldn't even name the Dreamcast. I didn't, like I said, I didn't know about it until today. So you know, it's so yeah, completely forgettable. Had zero impact. Very little innovation. Uh, just not 
not a good console, objectively D-tier. speaking. D tier, for sure. PlayStation Portable. PSP. I'm feeling a solid. I think we're going to go ahead and put the Vita in on this one, too, which is, I'm pretty sure, just like a redesign of the PSP, same games. So, kind of cake that all into one one item. But Yeah, I, I don't know. Portable. For all I know, they're completely different. I've heard of it, but I never played one. I never looked at them or anything else. I thought it was really cool how you could... This came out This was uh, came out around the time as the PS3. So, that's the time frame that this existed in. It would have been competing with the 3DS at the time, I believe. 3DS XL would have been like yeah. the most advanced Nintendo handheld at the time. So, that's kind of the competition and time period that it's going to be from. Um, so my play. thing with the PSP is I'm feeling A or B. Maybe I'm thinking B. A. A. See, I'm thinking A because you could uh you could go look up porn on that. <laughs> you definitely so, could. I mean, that's an influential time in a young man. You could do life. that on a uh, PlayStation Three too. An internet browser built in. The problem with that was my little brother had played my PS3 for a long time after I moved out of the house. So he was playing a PS3 up until two years ago. So mm-hmm. he was probably 16, 17 years old, 2020 time frame. And he was doing that on the PS3 using the internet browser and didn't know how to clear the browser history. And for some reason, he left it open or something. My parents saw the browser history on it and saw what he had been looking up. It shows you recently typed in words on the, when you pull up the keyboard. Yeah. And porn is like number one. <laughs> But what's messed up part about it is like the PlayStation 3 is hooked up to the family room TV. What are you doing? You're sitting in there on the couch. Everybody's sitting on on the normal TV searching this stuff up, I guess, when nobody's home. Now, oh, man. Because my family used it as a Blu-ray player as well. The PS3. Playing that Spider-Man game, shooting webs all over the living room and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Back to the PlayStation Portable. You're saying A-tier? I did like, uh, as far as handheld consoles are concerned, from that time period, definitely the best graphics. It's, it was a yeah, yeah, really impressive it, graphics, solid games. Like it was a portable was PlayStation good. Three, is what it was. You played yeah, the, the analog games, was right? good. The buttons felt good. You know, I I really remember it pretty fondly. You know, mm-hmm. I could. Mm-hmm. I mean, just looking at what's in the B tier, in S tier, for handheld games, it's not nearly as good as the Switch. But I arguably like it more than the Game Boy and I think Advance or the SP. Design is uh, it's held up pretty well with age. I don't think it's, it's like better than console. a DS, but I think it might be worth throwing into that conversation, making it A tier. You know, I would agree. A tier sounds good to me. The game discs themselves are a little weird, but yeah, yeah. But is. at the same time, they had that sheath, so you couldn't fuck them up, which reinforces what I was saying mm-hmm. about uh, you know, discs versus cartridges. It was kind of the hybrid of both. Yeah, they went out of their way to give you a disc, probably for performance-related reasons, mm-hmm. that did not give you an opportunity or as much of one to fuck it up. I'm sure you could Great. if you tried, but oh, yeah. much harder. A-tier, so, sounds good. Sega Genesis. Uh, this is the birthing ground of Sonic, which is pretty much gone entirely downhill since the Sega <laughs> Genesis. Uh, yeah. But it's also, you know, the origin of Toe Jam and Earl and, like, two other games that were moderately well-received. So the Sega Genesis lineup isn't super strong for me. The controller is definitely better. I'm thinking C. C. Yeah, I'm thinking C. It's solid. It's not great. I'll say that if you want to explore, 
some Sega Genesis games and see what was going on, because they're definitely better than Dreamcast. Similar to Super Nintendo, right? But kind of different publisher and stuff. But I'd say that's what they're closest to. Those are also available on the Nintendo Switch Online Pass. Yeah, which we both have. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you don't know shit about Sega, but you're interested, that's a good place to go. Solid C tier. Game Boy Color didn't sit by himself anymore. It's not segregated. (laughs) Well, yeah. Anyway, we got the PS1, the original PlayStation. Um, For me... It's up there. A or S. My logic is I can't reasonably say the PS1 is S tier if the Nintendo 64 is A tier. Because I would say the Nintendo's a little bit better than that. Like, the PS1 had great games, great cultural impact. You know, Pizza Hut and shit was giving out demo discs for PS1 Mm -hmm. games. Like, they had magazines for them. PlayStation was huge, and I really, really fondly remember. I think the game collection, the number of game options they had, is uh, surpasses the Nintendo. Maybe I don't have a lot of experience with Nintendo. I would say the quality of them doesn't, if it does, but they definitely have tons of huge games that were Mm -hmm. really popular and successful, and more obscure ones that I really enjoyed, like Oddworld and uh, Medieval. Those games were great. Most people played the demo levels of those games, but we had... I'm thinking A tier, just because I know for a fact where we're going to be putting the PS2. Yeah, yeah, I think PS1 A tier is completely fair. It's competing with the Nintendo for sure, but it can't keep up with everything in S tier in Mm -hmm. terms of quality and consistency. I would agree. The OG Game Boy. The non-colored Game Boy. Yep, the, the white black boy. and white. The yikes. I'm throwing I'm going D. I'm thinking D. I, I think if Game Boy Color is C, which I stand by, then it has to be D. Because now, it's a was bigger, it, clunkier. I wasn't around when this console came out. You know, was it innovative to the market? You know, was it I mean, a, definitely. A OG handheld? Was it oh my gosh, we can carry games on the go now? Yeah, the dude, first time those ever. things were huge. They were everywhere. Like, everybody wanted a Game Boy. Well, and they are we were being awesome. unfair by putting it in D for that fact? No, because we're looking back at it. It wasn't good yeah. enough or significant enough, in my opinion. You know, like, it got tremendously outsold by the later iterations of the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. So it gets extra points for being the pioneer in handheld gaming. But realistically, like I said, it... The only reason it seemed even as good as it did then was because we didn't know any better. The same way you feel about Nintendo 64 graphics, where you're like, these look like shit. Well, yeah, you've had 20 years of playing games Mm -hmm. to see the better versions of how things evolve. And the same is true there. It's like, like I said, not having a backlit screen is such a fucking nuisance. You literally have to have a direct light pointed at the screen to see it in many climates. Like, if you don't have that, you can't see shit. You cannot play your Game Boy. Didn't they make a non-backlit version of the SP? Not to my knowledge. I don't believe so. I feel like I remember playing the the Game Boy SP and not being able to see the screen because it was too dark. I don't recall. I mean, maybe there was a brightness setting or something, but to my knowledge, no. Possibly. Possibly. But yeah, so I would say... D. Good console, 
Trailblazer without a doubt, but it's D tier because we're looking at the game consoles up to date. You know, it gets extra points and we're not ignoring the context behind it. But objectively speaking, it's worse than the Game Boy Color. All right. So I, I agree it should be like D plus. I like it more than the Dreamcast, but it's not on par with the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Color is not on par with the SP or Advanced which are not on par with the DS, which is not on par with the Switch. So, logically, it has to be below and at the bottom of our list. I agree. I agree. Sorry, Next Nintendo one. fanboys. <laughs> well, we got all Nintendos at S tier for the moment right now. So, uh, But I think we're about to change that with the PlayStation 2. I yeah, yeah, that's an S tier. The, the quality of the games, everyone had one except for me because I was still stuck with Nintendo 64, but that's okay because those yep, games I had I actually had a PS2 with one of the first consoles. Might have been the first console my parents actually ever bought for me. And again, I think I talked about it in our first episode of the podcast. It was a uh, hand-me-down that they re-gifted. <laughs> yeah, I got one super late. Like, the Xbox 360 was already out by the time I got my first or uh, got a PS2. Like, it was a slim and silver one that came from GameStop, or could have been EB Games back then. I don't remember. Yeah, the PS2 uh, was the shit. I remember being It had uh, been around. Like, the PS3 was out when I got a PS2, but I still played lots of games. It was for me, too. But I remember the PS2 being such um, the top shit in middle uh, elementary school. I think it was, like, first or second grade is how old it was when the PS2 was around, maybe even third grade. One of my friends was bragging about how he had a PS2. I knew that I'd never get one. My parents didn't buy me game consoles. So Oof. it pissed me off. So I slapped him in class over him saying that I didn't have a PS2 and I wouldn't get one. But it was true. I didn't get one until PS3 came out and they were cheap. Oof. Yikes. So PS2 S tier. Are we good on that? Facts, dude. There's no debate may still be the highest selling console. The Switch might have overtaken it. They've had a I think, couple burners, but... Um, Wii and PS2, it's up there. Number one selling ever. So now we have the Nintendo Entertainment System, not to be confused with the Super Nintendo. And uh, I would say yes. C tier, maybe even D. Uh, I, I think C is fair, because the Super Nintendo's B, so logically there's room for it. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking they're very, very similar consoles. I think that it's just one's just an upgraded version of the other. Yeah. So C tier on the NES, super yep, straightforward. Yep. PS5, easy D. Yeah, D tier. I know that. Um, I don't think you have any experience with the PS5. I don't. I do. Uh, they are extremely expensive. Yeah, I know what PS5, they cost. Uh, they retail for I think four ninety nine, but they're never in stock retail, so you have to buy them used off eBay, and then like seven to eight hundred bucks used Oof. on eBay. And it looks uh, like a router, so it's got yep, that going. It's for it. huge. It is huge and extremely heavy, and it almost it feels fragile. It's something something you definitely don't want to drop, especially with it costing eight hundred bucks. Oof. And with it on that like tall tower, you you feel like it's going to get knocked over. And um, the exclusives are just good games in general, like. Or nothing to I think it's really just talk about a restyled PS4 Pro because PS4 Pro is the uh, most advanced PS4 with all the fancy hardware yeah. performance upgrades, 4K gaming, all that good stuff. It's a restyled version of that 
and I think the styling is absolutely atrocious. The controller is cool, I guess. They finally redesigned the controller with the DualShock 5 um, from the DualShock 4 and 3, which are PS3 and PS4 DualShock controllers. They look very, very similar. They've restyled it. It's real comfy. It's lightweight, wireless, no batteries, but it's the same thing that uh, they've been doing. So definitely D tier there. Straight facts, no printer on that one, Chief. All right, so we got, what is this, the Quest 1, or is it the 2? No, the black one is uh, the Quest 1. Quest 1. Now, remind me, because I haven't owned one of these, but, you know, I was rooming with you when you had these, and we played them. What games did I play that with, with this one? Because you're going to have to remind me of what we were playing, what we were doing with that one. So, I guess it's, well, so, double-edged sword with this. There's some... There's some consideration to be made. On one hand, the game you probably remember the most and is the overall best quality is Half-Life Alex, which is not a Quest exclusive by any means. Mm -hmm. However, you can use the Quest with its natively supported uh, kind of screen mirroring app to connect with your PC and then play PC games on it. So in one way, it doesn't really count because it's not a Quest game. In the other way, if the console allows you to do that, shouldn't that count? You know? I think so. The PSP allows you to connect and play your PS3 games um, wirelessly. Oh, really? From your your PS3 console. Yeah, I think it was called like PSP Connect or something. Uh, You can connect it to your PS3 and play its games wirelessly. Kind of like, it's kind of like a Switch but instead of the Switch being all one, it was two separate devices. Huh. I had no idea. That's interesting. Again, with select games, though, not all games. So I would say the Quest is great. It definitely moved the needle forward into VR, as we see. And it's important, but it's not perfect. Like, Well, I am a, per- a type of person, type of gamer. Who I, do, I don't think that VR is going to take off or be mainstream success i don't think it's gonna see mainstream success at all i think Uh, it has it will and it's going to greatly accelerate once you know these concepts that are already flying around and a lot of things being talked about and done in the metaverse and whatnot i think things have to change though because as a gamer i like sitting down and being lazy and i think a lot of other gamers also are fat and lazy and don't want to get up and do all this moving when i was playing on your quest both of them a lot mm-hmm. of activity. I'm sweating. I'm getting tired after 30 minutes of playing games. Uh, a lot of these fat, sweaty gamers don't want, I don't think they want to be getting up, sweating, and getting tired of playing a video game. They want to sit in a comfortable chair and not do anything. But a lot of your regular people that would not be gamers, almost in a similar breath to people playing like Wii Fit, right? That don't play other games do appreciate the VR system. And there's actually good testimonials of people losing a lot of weight by playing like either a boxing game or Beat Saber every day, but stuff see, like that. I think that's more of a niche, a niche market. That's why I don't think VR will be mainstream accepted, but I, I think, think everything's a, a niche market. And when you combine that niche on top of the booming VR gaming population, which is a thing, mm-hmm. um, on top of the practical applications for education purposes and whatnot, like say what you want, but imagine that you're back in the day when we were using those little bullshit Samsung vision or whatever, that little Samsung, the the gear VR. Yeah. The gear VR. That was the coolest shit I had ever seen in my entire life in a really fancy house. 
So to have something yeah. that has much better graphics than that and is much smoother and has a lot more options, you know, I think that it has that wow factor for a variety of applications, including like, you know, not real science experiments or necessarily science fairs, but I mean, there's definitely something you could do with some kids in the educational sense if you can create anything and have them standing in it, you know. Put on your headset, we're going to go to Jurassic Park, you know. Sounds kind of weird, but how many schools have tablets for all kids now, you know. Yeah, laptops. Never could have imagined that years ago. You know, so I definitely think there's a lot of forward movement, but overall, the Oculus Quest uh, had some problems with its weight and comfort, and it wasn't oh, yeah. as sharp I didn't as it could it be. Comfortable at all. So I'm all thinking said, B or C. B. B. I was thinking B personally, but I'm gonna go with your. What do you think? Because you have. I, I think B is fair. I think B. B is fair because it's not as good as the Quest, but the Quest Two isn't perfect either. You know, so it's not going to make S, in my opinion. But that being said, the Quest 2 is essentially the Quest that is greatly improved upon in many areas, particularly in the sensors, right? Which allow you to have hand tracking. The comfort's hit or miss, in my opinion. I found my neck to be sore and hurting from playing just a little bit with the VR headset on. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that. My thing is that I think the Quest 1 has a better head brace, I guess. Because if you look at the picture, you can see in the back, it's like a little triangle that cups the base of your skull. Mm -hmm. And on the Quest 2, it's more of a straight back and then one over the top. So it doesn't cup the base of your skull. So you lose some stability, but it's also much lighter, right? So it's easier to take on and take off, and it's much lighter. So it's more comfortable, although I don't think it has the better headband. Well, as far as comfort is concerned, these are all things that they make aftermarket upgraded better parts for. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Any VR enthusiast works their way into a FrankenQuest, which can either be the headband from a HTC Vive, which is much more similar to the original Quest headband, or, you mm-hmm. know, other aftermarket parts. Personally, I always, I didn't feel like I had a real finished Quest 2 until I bought the aftermarket mask section that changes how it fits to your face. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's something that wasn't perfect. There was some light leakage on the Quest 2 that wasn't there on the Quest 1. But overall, it's a faster, more efficient console that can do more. Higher quality images, better tracking of your hands and fingers and stuff, even if you're not holding a controller, which is super cool. Now, and, are you uh, thinking A? There's no way in hell I, I can get behind putting it in S tier. No, at it's not S tier because it has some room to go. If they make a Quest 3, that might be an S tier console that blows the roof off of the whole thing. So you're thinking B or A? Putting it on the I, I think the it would go A because a? it's better than the Quest 1 objectively, but it's not good enough to be S tier. You know. So... Quest has a lot going for it, or Quest 2. And the biggest thing for me is, unlike the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, it actually came out way cheaper than the original Quest. Mm -hmm. Like, I paid, like, $350 for a used Quest, and, like, three weeks later, the Quest 2 came out for, like, $299. So, sucks to be me, but (laughs) great for everybody else, you know? Solid, solid, solid system. Super affordable. Feel good about it. I'd put it A. 
but we have a completed tier list now. I'm sure there's going to be some people who disagree with everything in this just about, but... Well, uh, for the until... for the listener, not the viewer, let's go ahead and uh, take it from the very top with All what right. we have S tier. Go ahead and give it to them. We got the D... Or, that's not the DS. That's a Nintendo Switch, PC Gaming, GameCube, Wii, and PlayStation 2 for S tier. So we got PC, which is kind of hard to pin down other than just PC. Three Nintendo consoles, right? Yep. That's why I said there's a huge thing with Nintendo about quality and consistency that and you innovation. really can't find anywhere else. That too. Yeah. And then PS2, no one can right? PS2 is the GOAT, but they, they took a sharp downhill turn after that. Everything else is way the fuck down there for the most part. So, I will say, you know, Nintendo's really special in that regard because their mo- most modern console is S tier. No one else can say that except for PC, you know? I would agree. I would agree. So, the A tier, we have the PlayStation 4, the Nintendo DS, and we're lumping together all the different variants of that, you know, yep. the 3DS, the Lite, Lite. etc. Yeah. The Xbox 360 the Nintendo 64, the PSP, the PlayStation 1, and the Oculus Quest 2 is A tier. I feel pretty solid about that. PS4, not my thing, but game recognized game, gotta respect it. Nintendo DS, a great handheld uh, platform, did some of the best stuff possible in terms of innovation. Xbox 360 turned a lot of boys into men. OG, OG. Where else? Can yep. you yell slurs like that? Yeah. Legendary stuff. Facts. Nintendo 64. Absolute legendary console. Some of the best games ever. The inventor of 3D graphics in video games. The inventor of 3D platforming and party games. Speaks for itself. Legend. PSP. Super good, compelling handheld device that was ahead of the curve in many ways. You know? Solid. Deserves to be A tier. PS1, Genuine Trailblazer, lots of great games, lots of new mechanics, things like that. And the Oculus Quest 2, a very affordable way to experience virtual reality gaming, which is something that, you know, Mm -hmm. a couple years ago cost thousands of dollars. Like a HTC Vive is like 600 for the base setup. And if you want to have decent tracking, you have to like double the amount of monitors you have around your room. So it's like a whole convoluted thing. And just being able to strap this on your head and get the full experience in a quality way is great. Moving down to B tier, we got the Xbox One, the Game Boy SP, Game Boy Advanced, Super Nintendo, PS3, and the, what's that? What's the, uh, The Oculus Quest. Oculus Quest One. Yep. Uh, Hell yeah. Again, B's not a bad place to be. Right, You know, like these are all solid, solid entries that were really good. The PS3, I think, is kind of B+. You know, the Xbox One, definitely not a bad console. These things just haven't done quite enough, in my opinion, to make A. And S is like a very elite group. We let everyone come into S rank. It means nothing. Yeah, they're definitely better than this. what we have coming up in C, though, by a long shot. And oh, yeah, yeah. There's a real drop-off, if you ask me. Yeah, it's about to so, degrade. C-tier, we have the Game Boy Colored, 
great system, did a lot, right? You know, birthplace of Pokemon, super relevant, iconic in the 90s. But overall, it got surpassed quickly by the other iterations of the Game Boy that did everything the Game Boy Color could and a lot more and actually did something creatively with that. In my opinion, the best thing about the Game Boy Color was having a backlit screen. That's it. I don't even care that it was colorful. Just a backlit screen. It was colorful so you can see all the Pokemon in one shade of red, blue, or yellow, (laughs) right? Yeah, Yeah. I don't care. Pointless. So overall, super big cultural significance, but just not enough of anything else, in my opinion. You know, solid games specifically to Pokemon, but the other handhelds, I think, are just better. Sega Genesis kind of makes sense. It's not the most dog shit thing that's ever happened, but it's certainly not competing with a modern Xbox or, you know, it's C tier. It's a little bit better than the worst. And then the Nintendo Entertainment System. Not my favorite, right? Nothing too super special about it. You just made it a works. bunch of neckbearded basement dwellers angry you put that in C. Well, I mean, it's not the Super Nintendo. It's the NES, Right. I mean, it's it served its purpose. It was good at its time. But when we're when you compare all of these things against each other, you know, someone has to come in first and last. And logically, it's worse than the Super Nintendo, but it's better than a Dreamcast. So it's in C tier. Makes perfect sense to me. D tier. I know we're going to make a lot of people mad, especially a lot of these young kids out here. Oh, yeah. Xbox Series They just lost a year of allowance for these consoles. PS5, all D class. D tier. The newest generation is the worst received, according to us. Highly acclaimed opinions. Correct, correct. And we know what we're talking about. So, yeah, definitely D tier. Uh, That, what the fuck is that console? And then the Game Boy, the OG. The Dreamcast. The Dreamcast. (laughs) Yeah, I look at that and I think of that, what the fuck is even that meme? It looks like a controller from a cartoon where they're not drawing a realistic controller whatsoever. Yeah, it's just it's... like a weird rectangle with cat ears. If you turn that upside down, that's a cat head. Yeah, Look it really it. is. It really <laughs> is. Um, so that and the OG Game Boy D tier. That's also going to make some neckbearded 50-year-old basement dwellers pretty angry. It's just too big, too clunky, too hard to play it without the optimal light conditions. You can even see in the picture that like, clearly they used the flash on that camera because it's kind of hard to see the text in the middle. Yeah. like That's just how it is. So overall, I think we got a pretty solid uh, tier list. Uh, I I could definitely stand by this. I'm sure yeah. if either of us were doing it entirely by ourselves, there'd be a couple changes. Like you'd probably have PlayStation Three a little higher. I'd probably I have 64 so, yeah. a little higher. But overall, I think we can agree on this, and there's I there's agree. good reason to back it up. More importantly, if you disagree. I would love to hear about it. Depending on what platform you're on, you can leave me an angry message. I look forward to those every morning. Or you can send me an angry email at bradleyggwp at gmail.com. B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-G-G-W-P at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. I'm not going to change my mind. You're biased (laughs) and pandering and outright wrong. How dare you speak to me like that? But I want to know what you have to say about it. Thanks for sticking with us through this long tier list, boys. GGWP. Who's gonna stop me now? <laughs>